0: Hi there. Welcome to In Conscious Motion. My name is Faith. I'm not doing a fancy intro uh, today about my essay, my latest one called Dead Lilacs. Just want to do an audio recording because I know some of you really appreciate it. And um, yeah, so here we are, Dead Lilacs. I begin with a quote. It's by André Malereau. um, And then it's this, the terrible thing about death, is that it transforms life into destiny. End quote. It would appear I'm obsessed with destiny lately. Maybe it's the march of time being on the other side of 50 and noting how quickly the seasons change, how May is coming to an end. Well, now we're in June, but when I wrote it, it was May and the blooms from my beautiful lilac bush which were so fragrant for two weeks, perfuming the night air as I sat on my porch, are now brown and deadened. The scent, a memory. I'm grateful for the experience of it, though. Not everyone has a porch or a lilac bush. In fact, I had no garden for five years at my previous house, the house of divorce, my master's degree, my assault, and the man who left because I was assaulted. There were many reasons to move, and I'm glad I did. Honestly, I have a post about this, but it feels too risqué to share at this point. We'll see for future. So this is my first spring and summer with a garden and a porch. I am glad. But the specific joy from one nature gift lasts for such a brief time. The fragrance that seems as if it will last forever evaporates, and then it is just a memory. What is still a memory? How fast we went from holding our breath in a pandemic to living as if it never happened, yet still feeling somehow as if three years were lost, gone. Where did those years go? Why do I still remember March 2020 so clearly? What is this feeling like I'm stuck in some ways and yet time marches on? Malraux said it well. Death transforms life into destiny. And that's the terrible thing. The people who appear to have it figured out, all those gurus out there with things to say, many of whom have insightful, yet often privileged, viewpoints, tell us to just come from our hearts, do what is right, be in alignment with your truth. Yes, yes, and yes. And yet... Many of us are struggling. All of us have bills to pay. We want to make something of ourselves, make meaning of our time, of our lives. What do you do with life when it didn't turn out as you wanted? How do you change it? Faith and Serendipity. In my previous post, I offered the Jahari window as a tool to unlock our unconscious biases and become more aware of our conscious biases how did you do with that? Did you explore it? Did you play with some of those ideas? Are there any of the tools that you picked up and and started using? Maybe journaling, um, starting to explore, seeing a therapist, being curious. Curiosity. That is my favorite. I catch myself making assumptions of myself and others when I don't know the full truth. Okay, I try to catch myself, as it's a well-ingrained habit. We all do. That's why there's psychology and counselors and huge industries with the mission of helping people communicate better. We all have assumptions. We assume a lot of things, and there's a a specific biases. Maybe it's confirmation bias, or there's another term I can't remember right now, maybe for another post. Our assumptions, though, can get us into trouble. Because I only know my own filtered truth. And that is all we have, the awareness, whether it's fully realized or perhaps just emerging. This awareness of what is true for ourselves, which does not have all the pieces of the picture. If we turn our attention towards being curious, we train ourselves to reduce jumping to conclusions and to ask and consider another perspective before we make a decision about something. Is that more effort? Yes, but more chance of understanding the situation, more chance of being in alignment with what is happening, especially with those things we cannot yet see. When we factor in serendipity or coincidence, we often don't know what's going on because other factors are there. Ones we cannot see, the X factor, if you will, That mysterious force that can swoop in and help you when you least expect it and when you most need it. Coincidence can make you laugh, make you believe, make you feel like someone is watching, but in a good way. It can make us feel less alone, like something is happening that is helping us along, even when life feels kind of pointless and ridiculous in the unending challenges. I try to make the most of my present day, even as I note the past has slipped by me without my noticing it, what Malraux notes as the terrible thing that forces us to transform our lives. So do we live it consciously or stay safe waiting for what? What are you waiting for? Your destiny will unfold one way or another. The utter randomness of life can easily consume us, making us feel as if we have no control. But what if we do? What if we have some measure of control, but are just waiting? What are you waiting for? Who are you waiting for? Is there someone who comes to mind that if they spoke to you, you'd listen and do the thing you want to do? My therapist once said to me a long time ago, Many years ago, I think I was still in grad school, he said, no one is waiting for you. I was shocked. I thought that was kind of harsh and cruel. What do you mean? It sounds like I don't even matter. But he was right. No one is waiting for you to show up in your life. Sometimes we wait to do what we want to do, to try something new that carries a risk Perhaps the risk is financial. Perhaps it's social. If I fail, it almost feels worse to imagine what will people say instead of, how much did this cost me? So we delay, and time marches on whether we do the thing or not. Sometimes we need to work on the thing and be okay that no one is noticing or cheering us on. It can be lonely. But what is the alternative? Waiting. Not doing. Imagining someone will come and tell us it's okay to do it. Give us the permission we think we need to have come from the outside. But what if it comes from you? What if you did something different? Okay, I'm not saying quit your job and move to Bali. However tempting that may sound. And hey, if you can and want to, well, who am I to say you can't? What is one thing you can do that when you look back a year from now, you'll say, I'm glad I did that. Can you say, do the job you have now to the best of my ability, even if you want something else? Can you tune into your body and take care of it, even if if it's a simple shift like going outside for a short walk instead of scrolling on IG? For me, it is moving towards the goals I set for myself, even if many things remain uncertain. It is continuing to work in faith that the work will result in some compensation for my efforts. The project I've been working on for months has been researched and developed on my own time and coin. I don't know if it will give back. But as I said to my massage therapist recently at one of my rare maintenance treatments, it feels right in here, and I put my hand to my heart. And he, who I've worked with since 2015 and who helped heal a decades long neck shoulder injury and has been one of my core practitioners for my healing said that's what matters that you are called from your heart we have permission to live our lives as we choose to experiment with new ways of being it is up to us to make the shifts in order to influence our destiny in some ways we are like the lilacs our time is short even when it seems will last forever. While we may be able to bottle the lilac scent, it will never be the same as when it was floating on a fresh breeze on a warm spring night a few weeks ago. The scent came. The scent stayed a while, and now it is gone. What is here with you today? What can you appreciate and harness in your own life today to make a shift? For me, I appreciate what is happening now. The sun is shining, the air is cool, and a small detour among the day's activities took me to a place I spent days on end during the shutdown time of COVID-19, when time stood still and the world held its breath. March to to July of 2020, the site of healing and a project that resulted in a memoir. This place stands unchanged even as years have passed. Visiting takes me back to specific events from almost four years ago, reminding me of how far I've come and how far I wish to go. Today, as every day does, no matter how ordinary or extraordinary, holds promise. The steps we take lead in directions, but we need to be taking those steps not allowing the decay of life to dictate all. Yes, life dictates some of what happens to us. But we have some say we can be much like blooming flowers, lovely, flourishing, sharing what we have now. And that's enough. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to read more or hear more of my work if you're listening here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, please visit my Substack page. That's hard to say quickly, actually. My Substack publication, In Conscious Motion. Uh, you can read this essay, uh, Dead Lilacs, there and, um, and listen and read other material that I've created since October of 2022. Again, thank you for being here and have a lovely day.